a podcast by Ed Lopes. Become a supporter. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Visit edlopes.com.ph and click the donate button. Or click the support link below. Thank you so much for your prayers and support in this ministry. Our desire to share hope in new ways to millions of people in many places have become possible because of your unconditional love of giving and partnering with us to this ministry. Do not forget to leave a comment voice message by clicking the message button. Your message could end up in future episodes. Visit Ed Loppy's official website edloppies.com.ph An official Ed Loppy's YouTube channel. Sabini Kuya Ed And Day by Day Jesus Ministries Napaka-importante na marunong tayo magbasa ng scripture. At pag sinabing scripture, we mean the Jewish scriptures or what we call the Old Testament and the Christian scriptures which we call the New Testament. Magkaibang scriptures yun, hindi sila one and the same. The correspondence is not one and the same kasi nagkaroon ng transition pagdating ni Jesus. Isang pagdating na ushered in by John the Baptizer. So napakahalaga na malaman natin kung ano ang papel ni Jesus sa pagbabasa natin ng scriptures, lalo na ng Jewish scriptures. Na ang Jewish scriptures, ang Old Testament, should be read through Jesus, through the lenses and filters of Jesus, through the thoughts and teachings of Jesus, and not the other way around. That we should interpret and apply scripture through Jesusness. Si Jesus ang standard at siya dapat ang gawing sukatin sa laan, lente, frame ng lahat ng scriptures. Ang pag-aaral natin ngayon, pinamagatan nating Noble Bereans. Acts 17, 10-15 That same night, the believers sent Paul and Silas to another city named Berea. When they arrived there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. Ang ginagawa kasi nila Paul noong araw, pag sila'y nagtuturo sa bayan-bayan, ang una nilang pinupuntahan yung Jewish synagogues. Kasi Jewish ang background nila, Jewish race sila, ang una nilang tinuturoan yung mga kalahi nila. Pero hindi ibig sabihin, pag nagtuturo sila sa Jewish synagogue, eh ang itinuturo lang nila ay yung dati ng katuroan doon, which is really based on the law. May bagong mensahe si Paul. Ito ay si Jesus. At binabasa, ini-interpret ni Paul ang Jewish scriptures. Remember, at that time, wala pang Christian scriptures, wala pang New Testament. So, sinusukat, sinusuri, itinuturo, ini-interpret at ina-apply ni Paul ang Jewish scriptures through Jesus by the standard of Jesus. Kaya madalas nagagalit yung mga Jewish people na nakikinig sa kanya, binabato siya, tinutugis, itinataboy, kasi hindi naman talaga Jewish teachings ang daladala ni Paul, kundi nire-reinterpret niya ang Jewish tradition and teachings through Jesus. So, pagpunta nila sa Berea, ganun din ang kanyang ginawa. Pumunta siya sa Jewish synagogue. In other words, kung Jewish yon, ang katuroan doon, Moses-ness, Pharisee-ness, the law. So you can imagine the stress, the tension, Paul, with the message of Jesus, going to a synagogue, which is steeped in at nakababad at nakahulma sa tradisyon ng Moses-ness, Pharisee-ness, and law. Magkakaroon agad yun ng conflict kung ang mga makikinig ay tatanggi kay Jesus, tatanggi sa Jesus-ness, tatanggi sa message ni Paul about Jesus 
in relationship with the Jewish scriptures and Jewish traditions. Acts 17, 10-15 sa pagpapatuloy, The people in Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica. They were so glad to hear the message Paul told them. They studied the scriptures every day to make sure that what they heard was really true. So, iba ang mga Bereans kesa sa Thessalonicans. Buong puso nila at buong giliw na tinanggap ang katuroan ni Pablo tungkol kay Jesus, which necessarily meant na nauga, nayanig, nabangga ang mga maraming katuroan, paniniwala at tradisyon based on the old scriptures, based on what we call the Old Testament. At ang ginawa ng mga Bereans, kaya sila natawag na noble, sinaliksik pa nila yung alam nilang scriptures, the Jewish scriptures, at hinanapan nila ng puwang, ng lugar, kung paano nila makikita na tama ang tinuro ni Paul. Na tama ang sinabi ni Paul tungkol kay Jesus, na tama ang Jesusness, na madalas ay merong mga pagkakaiba sa Mosesness, sa Pharisees. Kaya natawag ang mga Bereans na noble kasi nagbukas sila ng isip sa bagong pag-apply, bagong pag-interpret ng scriptures nila. And this time, sinusukat, sinusuri sa lente sa salaan ni Jesus. Open-minded sila to the message of Paul about Jesus. Definitely about Jesusness, which is salvation by grace through Jesus. Salvation apart from the law and even salvation apart from Mosesness and Phariseeness and really even salvation from the very law. Hindi ito madaling gawin. Para sa mga Hudyo na napakarami na dang, daang taon at halos libong taon ng pinag-ugatan ng mga tradisyon nila na pinagbasehan ng kanilang present day nung panahon ni Paul, ng kanilang present day Jewism, Phariseeism, Mosesness, pero bukas ang isip nila. Para sabihin mo, na bukas ang isip ng mga Bereyan sa katuroan ni Paul, ibig sabihin bukas ang, katur- ang kanilang isip sa katuroan tungkol kay Jesus. Na si Jesus ang anak ng Diyos, na si sa'y dumating upang bigyan ng bagong kahulugan ang kanilang mga scriptures. Sabi ni Jesus, I came to fulfill the law, pero Literal fulfillment of the law ba yung binreg niya ang Sabbath? Marami pa nga siyang ginawang himala, Sabbath. Literal fulfillment of the law ba yung binreg niya ang mga dietary laws? Ang mga laws about and traditions about women and their role in the ministry? Ang pagpapagaling sa mga may ketong, ang paghipo sa mga may sakit? Ang dami-dami yatang reinterpretation na ginawa si Jesus. Kaya pag sinasabi ni Jesus na I came to fulfill the law, hindi ibig sabihin to fulfill 100% in a literal way. But to give the law the new and correct fulfillment through the interpretation and teaching of Jesus, who is the Son of God, who is the image of the invisible God, who was sent by God to be His true representative. So para sabihin that the Bereans were open-minded to the teachings of Paul, it meant they were open-minded to the teachings about Jesus, about Jesusness, about salvation, not by obeying the law and not by sacrifices, which is their belief, but by grace through Jesus. Malaking departure yan from their traditional thinking. They were open to the idea of salvation apart from the law. Malaking departure from their tradition. 
to salvation apart from Moses' and Pharisees. In fact, true salvation in the name of Jesus is salvation from the law, from the punishment of the law, from guilt brought about by the law. Kaya sinabi, Jesus came to destroy the law, to set us free. Pag sinabi mo that the Bereans were open to the teachings of Paul, it means they were open to all of these revolutionary ideas. Effectively, the Bereans restudied and reviewed, filtered the Jewish scriptures through Paul's teachings about Jesus. They reviewed everything through the lenses of Jesusness. That's why they were called noble. The result was that many of them believed, including many important Greek women and men. So nakita natin dito, ang bunga ng kanilang pagsasaliksik sa scripture, pagkukompare sa kanilang scripture, sa katuroan ni Paul about Jesus, which was new, which is a re-reading, reinterpretation, reshaping of their old thoughts. Pag sinabing naniwala sila, ibig sabihin, tinanggap nila ang bagong katuroan tungkol kay Jesus, which also means tatalikod, magde-depart sila from many of the old traditions, interpretations, and teachings of the religion of Judaism. And many important Greek women and men believed. Take note, mas inuna pa yung women kaysa sa men. So, ibig sabihin, the women in this particular church were very, very important. They were probably the leaders. They were very, very prominent. Nauunahin pa silang banggitin in best men and women to women and men. But that is an aside and not our lesson now. So, the Bereans were called noble because they believed in the message of Paul about God's grace through Jesus, about Salvation by faith in Jesus about salvation by Jesusness. They reread, reinterpreted, harmonized their scriptures, the ancient scriptures, the Jewish scriptures we call Old Testament, according to Paul's teaching on Jesus, which is the heart of the Gospels, the heart of the New Testament. In other words, in best the law, Invest tradition, invest legalism, yung Bereans accept that Jesus is the filter through which all teachings have to be understood, interpreted, and applied. Which means, lahat ng doctrines, teachings, tulad na sa ating illustration, traditions, laws, regulations, ay sasalain through Jesus or Jesusness. Ang lalampas lang dito are loving, Kaya kahit may mga old laws sila, old traditions, pero loving naman, tuloy yun, apply pa rin yun. Pero yung mga hindi loving, yung kontra sa Jesusness, ilalagay na lang yun sa file. I-deactivate because Jesus came to destroy the law, to set us free. A very revolutionary message na hindi natanggap ng marami nun, at kahit ngayon sa loob ng maraming Christian churches, hindi pa rin matanggap ng iba. Kasi marami mga taong ngayon, they call themselves Christians, pero ang core ng kanila talagang pinaninindigan, pinaniniwala at ina-apply ay Moses-ness, legalism, old Judaism, quoted by a little bit of Jesus. But actually, inside and all throughout, Moses, law, judgment, sin, ang nangingibabaw sa kanilang mga agenda. So, ang mga Bereans, 
willing sila na baligtarin ang kanilang pananaw sa kanilang mga tradisyon, this is now reshaped by the very informed, by the very, very inspired teaching of Paul about Jesus. It's not the other way around where Jesus or Jesusness is filtered out by Scripture and refused. Tulad ng nangyayari kahit sa mga so-called iba-ibang Christian churches, tulad na sa illustration natin, ayaw talaga nilang papasukin si Jesus. Ayaw nila sa Jesusness kasi ayaw nilang maiba. Ang talagang umiiral sa loob ng ibang churches, emosisness, legalism, the law, not grace, not love, not Jesus, but Mosesness. Kaya marami mga tunay na pagtanggi kay Jesus na hindi lang conscious yung iba, tinatanggihan pala nila si Jesus. Pag tumanggi ka sa love, sa forgiveness, ininsist mo yung pagpaparusa, pagtatanggal, uh, pagtitiwalag sa mga makakasalanan, that is Mosesness. That is Pharisee-ness. Kaya marami, pinapawala na ni Jesus, nakakulong kasi sa law, nakakulong sa tradition, kahit so-called Christian, ayaw nilang tanggapin. Gusto nilang manatili sa law, nakagapos, nakatali, napaparusahan, nagpaparusa, nababato, at nambabato. Tulad ng nasa illustration natin, many so-called Christians actually refuse Jesus. Motif lang yung sila ay Christian, pero mostly ay talagang nandun pa sa old law, nandun pa sa old ways. The difference between Jesus and the Pharisees and the difference between the noble Bereans and Pharisees, tulad na sa ating illustration, and let me read it, the difference between me and you, yung mga modern-day Pharisees, sabi ni Jesus, is you use scripture to determine what love means. And I use love to determine what scripture means. Sa mga Pharisaic ang teaching, mga makamoses, mga Pharisee, scripture ang pamantayan at yun ang sasala kung ano ang love. Ang hindi papayagan ng scripture nila, ang hindi papayagan ng kanilang tradisyon, hindi i-apply kahit loving. Pero sabi ni Jesus sa akin baligtad, love ang sasala sa lahat. Yung hindi loving, kahit scripture yon, ay yun na ilalagay na sa file. I came to destroy the law, to set people free. Free to love, free to be loved, free to be forgiven, and free to forgive. There is a very big difference between Pharisee-ness and Jesus-ness. And sadly, hanggang ngayon, maraming akala, Christian sila, pero ang umiiral sa buhay, sa teaching, Pharisee-ness. Kaya magandang reviewin. Hindi para manuligsa, kundi para mag-review tayo. Talaga bang binabasa natin ang scripture through Jesus? O pati si Jesus ay nagiging biktima ng ating traditional pagbasa ng scripture na kahit si Jesus na ang may turo, si Jesus na ang nagbigay ng example, hindi pa natin susundin dahil ang sinusunod natin, the letter of the law. Dapat yan reviewin. So those variants were called noble kasi hindi madaling maintindihan, sundan at sundin ang Jesusness. Ang kailangan dyan, knowledge, understanding, wisdom, And courage. You need a lot of courage to believe in Jesus. You need a lot of courage to follow Jesus. You need a lot of courage to teach true Jesusness. Because even the church, nakalubog, nakatali, nakakulong, nakagapo sa Mosesness. At pag nagturo ka ng true Jesusness na nagpapalaya, mamaya matatawag ka pang demonic. Kasi sobrang faithful sobrang nakayakap at sobrang nakagapo sa mga tao sa law. 
hindi nila ma-imagine ang spirituality, even in Christianity, na malaya from the law. So, hate. Kalahate, Moses-ness, kalahate, Jesus-ness. In fact, hindi pa nga kalahate, baka one-fourth pa lang yung Jesus-ness dyan. Kasi ang talagang umiiral sa napakarami mga so-called Christian establishments and groups, law, punishment. Kaya dapat reviewin. Sa pagpapatuloy ng Acts 17, 10-15, When the Jews in Thessalonica learned that Paul was telling people God's message in Berea, they came there too. They upset the people and made trouble. Noon at ngayon, yung mga Jewish people, nagagalit sila noon sa Christians like Paul who was teaching about Jesus. Ngayon din, yung mga so-called Christians, pero ang totoo Jewish ang laman, galit din sila sa nagtuturo ng Jesusness. So, sino yung mga Jews na yon na nagalit kay Paul at nanggulo at ginulo yung mga Bereans? The Jewish Christians. Hindi pure Jewish, ha? Yung Christian na Jewish ang totoong laman ng puso. Christians na maka-Moses-ness, maka-law, maka-Pharisee-ness. Kaya nagalit itong si Paul lang sobra sa Galatians, sa mga tao sa Galatia, Dinala niya sa Jesus-ness. Pagtalikod niya, dumating yung mga Jewish Christians at ibinabalik sila sa Moses-ness. Galit na galit si Paul. Galatians 1.6-8 I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. Ang linaw na sinabi ni Paul. Pambihira kayo. Tinuruan na namin kayo ng Jesusness. Salvation through love, grace, through faith. At hindi na salvation through Mosesness, through the law. Pagkatapos may mga nagdatingan dito ng mga Jewish Christians ang totoo maka-Jew more than maka-Christ. Pagkatapos, Ginulo kayo? Sabi ko kahit sino ang magtuturo ng ibang gospel na itinuro namin sa inyo, meaning gospel, salvation through faith in Jesus, sabi ko noon, sumpain sila ng Diyos. In Acts 15.5, Then some of the believers who belong to the party of the Pharisees stood up and said, The Gentiles must be circumcised and required to keep the law of Moses. So yan na naman. Jewish Christians, ipinipilit na yung mga Gentiles who were never Jews at all must follow Jewish traditions of circumcision bago sila maging Christian. So, they are Jewish first before Christian. At hanggang ngayon, maraming ganyan. Mas mahalaga sa kanila yung Jewish traditions kesa yung pagpapalaya ni Jesus mula sa mga tradisyon na yun. Sa Acts 15.29, Nagkaroon ng maraming issues yung Gentile Christians kasi iginigit ng mga Jewish Christians na gawin silang Jewish. Pasundin sila sa mga Jewish laws, Jewish traditions, and even dietary laws. Pagkatapos nung nagbigay ng payo itong mga Jewish Christians na nasa Jerusalem, sabi nila, you are to abstain from food sacrificed to idols, from blood, and from meat of strangled animals. In other words, the Jewish Christians were imposing Jewish traditions, Jewish dietary laws on Gentiles who in their lives were never under these laws. At ngayon pa na naging 
mananampalataya sila ni Jesus, ngayon pa sila ngayon itatali ng mga Hudyo sa mga tradisyon ng mga Hudyo. Kaya si Paul, ang sabi naman niya tukos sa ganito mga pagkain, 1 Corinthians 10.25-30, Eat any meat that is sold in the meat market. Kahit do ano kainin mo, don't ask questions about it to see if it is something you think is wrong to eat. You can eat it because the earth and everything in it belong to the Lord. Sabi ni Paul sa kanyang mga Gentile hearers and believers, kung anong nabibili niya sa palengke, bilhin niyo, kainin ninyo. Huwag na kayo magtanong pa na kung ano-ano, nabawal ba to, mali ba to? Sabi ng ganun, pwede mong kainin yan. Bakit? Ang lahat ng bagay sa mundo ay sa Diyos, pag-aari ng Diyos at galing sa Diyos. Therefore, receive it with thanksgiving. E ngayon din, maraming mga ganyang Christian, walang ginawa kundi magtanong. Pwede po bang kainin ito? Bawal po ba ang ganitong damit? Bawal po ba ang ganong buhok? Bawal ba ang ganito? Puro bawal. Ano ka under the law? Puro law na naman ang umiiral sa buhay, hindi yung pagpapalaya at kapahingahan na ibinibigay ni Jesus from the law. Someone who is not a believer might invite you to eat with them, patuloy ni Paul. If you want to go, then eat anything that is put before you. Don't ask questions to see if it is something you think is wrong to eat. So sabi, pagka mayroong mga hindi mana ng palataya, hindi nyo kamukha ng religion, in-invite kayo sa bahay nila, naghain, kainin ninyo. Huwag kayo magtanong na magtanong tungkol sa bawal ba ito, pwede ko ba itong kainin. Sabi niya, lahat ng pagkain ay galing sa Diyos. At sabi din ni Jesus, it's not important what gets into the mouth, but what gets out of it. So si Jesus na nag-declare ng all foods to be clean. At ang tinig ng Diyos, kinausap si Peter, Arise, Peter, kill and eat. At sabi ni Peter, Oh Lord, I cannot eat an unclean animal. At sabi ng boses ng Diyos, Don't call unclean what I call clean. Pagkatapos hanggang ngayon, marami pa rin nagsasabing Christian sila, pero ipinagpipilit na nila ang mga Jewish dietary laws. Mag-isip-isip. That's why the Bereans were called noble, because they were willing to be courageous, they were willing to risk many things by accepting the freedom in Jesus that Paul taught them. At sa pagpapatuloy ni Paul, But if someone tells you that food was offered to idols, then don't eat it. That's because some people think it is wrong and it might cause a problem for the person who told you that. So sabi ni Pablo, pagka daw merong nagsabi, huwag mong kainin yan kasi iniaalay yan sa mga idols, eh di huwag mong kainin. Hindi dahil bawal kainin, hindi dahil masamang kainin, kundi baka masumama ang loob nung nagsabi sa'yo, baka panghinaan siya ng loob, baka ang faith ay humina. Pero yun ay dahil lang at alang-alang sa kanya, hindi dahil talagang kasalanang gawin yun. Sabi ni Paul, I don't mean that you think it is wrong, but the other person might think it is wrong. So alang-alang sa kanya, huwag mo nalang kainin, lalo na sa harapan pa niya. At sabi ni Pablo, that's the only reason not to eat it. Not because it is wrong, not because it is bad, but because alang-alang doon sa naniniwalang masama yung kainin. At sabi pa ni Pablo, my own freedom should not be judged by what another person thinks. I eat the meal with thankfulness, so I don't want to be criticized because of something I thank God for. And here, kaya maraming taong nalilito kay Paul. Bigla naman siyang kumambyo, sinabi niya, ayoko na ang kalayaan ko ay malimit. Malimita ng pagjajad sa akin ng kung anong iniisip ng iba. Eh, sa iniisip niya yun, di buntot niya, hilahin niya. Ako, kakainin ko kung ano gusto kainin. Kaya maraming nalilito kay Paul kasi siya ay ambivalent. 
Pareho niya inaccommodate in these teachings yung sige pagbigyan mo yung nagbabawal o kaya eh ako bakit ko naman babawalan ng sarili ko dahil sa sinasabi ng iba. So sa buhay natin, i-apply natin yan. Malinaw ang sinasabi ni Paul, walang masamang kainin. At kung ayaw mo lang kainin dahil para sa alang-alang sa naniniwalang masama yun, eh di huwag mong kainin. Kaya lang ang tanong eto, paano pag nasasamaan yung kapwa mo pag nag-enjoy ka, di hindi ka na mag-enjoy? Pag na-offend yung kapwa mo, pag maganda yung damit mo, di hindi ka na mag-susood na maganda. Paano kung na-offend ang kapwa mo pag humihinga ka lang naman, di ka na huminga? Kaya dapat mo rin gamitin ang sa iyong sariling conscience kung anong makakabuti sa iyo. At hindi natin laging dapat konsentihin yung mga bullies, yung mga siga-siga dyan sa church na ipinipilit sa atin yung ayaw nila, gusto nila, ayaw din natin. At yung gusto nila, gusto nila, gusto din natin. Meron tayong kanya-kanyang konsyensya at meron tayong kanya-kanyang pagharap at paghahayag sa Diyos. Diyos ang ating judge, hindi ang ating kapwa. Acts 5.10 Nung meron mga nagpipilit ng mga Jewish Christians na igiit ang kanilang tradisyon sa mga Gentile Christians and other Jewish Christians also na inaabandon na nila yung Jewishness nila at nag-fulfill Jesusness na sila. Sabi, now then, why do you try to test God by putting on the necks of Gentiles a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors had been able to bear? Bakit nyo ginagalit ang Diyos? Pinipilit nyo na ipataw sa balikat ng mga Gentiles ang mga batas ng mga Jews na kahit naman yung mga ninuno natin at tayo, hindi natin nasunod. So bakit nga naman ipipilit ang Jewishness, ang Mosesness, ang Phariseeness? Ephesians 2:14-15 Buong linaw, Christ gave His own body to destroy the law of Moses with all its rules. And commands. Romans 3.28 For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Romans 4.13 It was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir to the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. So ang ginigiit dito, Malinaw na malinaw, dapat malaya ang mga tao from the law sapagat ang faith nila kay Jesus ang nagpapalaya sa kanila. These Berean Jews studied and believed in Jesusness. That's why they were called noble. Today, maraming Bereans daw, pero in practice ay makalo, makamosesness, makafarisiness. Nasaan ang pagiging Berean doon? Samantala yung mga Bereans were called noble because they believed in the message of Paul. And the message of Paul was God's grace, God's love through Jesus apart from the law. Luke 11.23, sabi ni Jesus, Whoever is not with me, and let us read, Whoever is not with me in teaching and practice, Whoever is not with me in Jesusness, sabi ni Paul, Whoever is not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather with me, scatters. So kung sino ang hindi kakampi ni Jesus sa Jesusness, ay kalaban niya. Kung sino ang hindi kasama ni Jesus sa pagtuturo ng grace at nagigiit ng law, ay kalaban ni Jesus. Kung sino ang nagigiit ng punishment instead of forgiveness, ng kindness instead of cruelty, ay kalaban ni Jesus. The Bereans were of noble character. 
They studied, believed in, and accepted Paul's teaching about Jesus and Jesusness. They studied, reviewed, filtered, and reinterpreted their scriptures through Jesus. Mga mana ng palataya kay Jesus sa panahong ito. Be like the original noble Bereans. Not like some of today's so-called Bereans who advocate more for Moses-ness and less for Jesus-ness. The lines are drawn. Linawi natin ang pagkakaiba ng Moses-ness at ng Jesus-ness. Linawi natin ang pagkakaiba ng law at ng grace. Linawi natin ang pagkakaiba ng Pharisee-ness at Jesus-ness. It was clear to the Bereans. They chose to believe the message of Paul kahit na hindi madaling gawin dahil sa kanilang Jewish background. Kahit na maraming tutuligsa at manggugulo sa kanila because Jesus died to share His love. Jesus died to destroy in His body the law of Moses. Jesus died to set us free from that law. Marapat lang na maging matapat tayo sa cause, death, and resurrection of Jesus. This is what Jesusness is all about, which the Bereans understood. They were called noble. Pag-isipan, i-apply sa ating buhay. Lumaya, magpalaya by Jesusness. God bless us all.